2: Come on, so tell you me, really young. Do you really think that the world gives a damn about you? Hell, yeah. no, it don't. told people, who you you're gonna, gonna turn to? Who you gonna They're turn people. to? Listen, people, you better take a look at yourself, yeah. Talking to my people, but you just don't see what you're living, at like you're living. Living like you're living Caught up in the make-believe Lost in your dream people. Ghetto people Stop giving up your self-respect no. Stop it Talking to my people Yeah Life can take some strange turns on you Living with the banks thrown at you Lose you in the cold a day that's not worth having. Chances on the shore, falls a breeze. You're never gonna feel what you need. When what you really want inside can only come from you. people, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? where you want to be where your life is like a like a red you got to learn love yourself
0: you are listening to african perspectives where we review the issues of our day from an African worldview and African-centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters, in the language But there were others as well, as Tymere, Punt and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. Hope you're going to have a good day. Hope you're going to get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping to the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. But of course, if it is not and it has to get done, it will get done because you will get it done. I know that. That's a fact. (laughs) This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain or 8 to 10 Pacific Pacific. Or any of the time around the world, but if you cannot listen to this program live, you can go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com At the top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that to drop down. You'll see African perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated in- entitled. But also, too, you can use the shortcut. That's right. Go to whatever search engine that you might use, you know, and then put in Baba B A B A Oshi O S H I dot net. Baba Oshi dot net. And once again, there will be programs that are dated and titled. Uh, Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening. uh, This program and Time for an Awakening. Uh, I know. I know, family. Time for an Awakening is Friday, 8 p.m. With Brother Elliot and Brother Richard at 8 p.m. on Friday. Time for an Awakening. And then on Sunday at seven p.m., with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard, time for an awakening is happening. Of course, this program is Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and uh, at eleven a.m. Eastern all times that I gave our Eastern times. And so, um, <laughs> I tell you, it because it, it, uh, I just wish it wasn't that way, but it is what it is, you know. It, 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 it is what it is and you just got to deal with it yeah so um, oh the number to call 215-490-9832 215-490-9832 is the number is the call in number to African perspectives on time for an awakening we by black we buy black. Get everything you need. The largest online marketplace for American and African owned businesses is WeBuyBlack.com. Get everything you need from American and African owned businesses. WeBuyBlack.com. Brothers and sisters, go to the website and, and because you know, I say it all the time, but you know that it's true. If we don't do it, hey, you know, if we don't do it, who will? That's right. It is this is up to us. Yeah. Okay. Africa for the Africans. Africa for the Africans, brother of Bomani Tahimba, who has been doing outstanding work. Uh he is in Africa. He took a tour. He took some brothers um, and sisters. To excuse me, family. Sorry. To Ghana. That's right. May 24th to June 5th. He'll be back June 5th. I'll be back June 10th. Today is my last day. Um Friday just Brother Quake was gonna put something on it. And then next week, next week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, Brother Irv, Brother Irving Lewis will be the host of African Perspectives. And Based upon what he told me, man, he's going to have some exciting things going going on. So you definitely want to listen next week, Monday, Wednesday, and half, Friday. <sighs> but, yeah, so he, Brother, Bo, Brother Bomani, he's in, he's on the continent, and, of course, he's got some trips upcoming. We'll talk about that when we get back in town. I get back in town with him when he gets back in town. Yeah, Africa for the Africans. If you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos of previous tours, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani 2007. Africa for the Africans.org. Habesha, helping Africans by establishing schools at home and abroad. Habesha. Habesha has a program coming up next month, June 24th. From noon to 8 p.m. at 477 Windsor Street here in Atlanta. 30321. It's the Organic Fest. We're going to have garden tours, workshops, children children Akumba Children's Corner, holistic food vendors, and live music and entertainment. It's going to be our or Organic Fest. Once again, brothers and sisters, go to the website and check out the Kashi Project that was launched last October and all the other projects that Habershaw has and established. The Ledge Group land for the environmental development for group economics. The Ledge Group has 12 projects in six African countries with over 170 employees over 260 members. They deal in the four areas of human existence, which is food, water, clothing, and shelter. Become a member of the Ledge Group to help the brothers and sisters out that are doing this great work. The member of the Lads Group. We need much more. Much, much more. Abibi Atumi. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I. AbibiAtumi.com. Of course, they're having a uh, conference. And it's the first African Power Conference. And it's coming up. And that'll be um, July. Uh, yeah. uh, I had the dates perfectly. Well, I don't see the dates on this. Well, I'll make sure I get them. This is the first annual. It'll be will be to me African Power Conference, and they're going to deal in areas of. Education, military, institutional, economic, agricultural, technology, technological, and family, community, and nation. It's going to be in Ghana. And, of course, it will be online via abibiatumi.com. So, go to abibiatumi.com, and you will be able to see the conference. And hear the conference. All right. Ah, yes, it is. July 7th. 8th and ninth, July 7th, 8th and 9th. Coming up very soon, family. Coming up very soon. B-B-O-T-O-M-E dot com. A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I dot com. It's my pharmacy. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. Brother Jabril, give him a call at 770- 765-7751. That's 770- 765-7751. And talk to him about your health issues and challenges and you know what medications you're taking or supplements you're taking and so forth. He can work out a good health plan that can hopefully get you off of those, you know, exactly. Those prescription drugs. It's my pharmacy. Drop in my email if you want to at S M A I F A R M A C Y at Gmail.com The Moses West Foundation.org Moses West Foundation.org. Empowering communities, changing lives. And the Moses West Foundation provides clean and safe drinking water to communities worldwide through sustainable missions. has a 509 veteran and military owned nonprofit organization, we're dedicated in, to making a lasting impact on the global water crises. With our innovative atmospheric water generator, AWG technology we address disaster impact zones water scarcity and water rescue your contribution helps us fulfill our mission to improve access to clean water support us today and help change the world i the moses west foundation i'm going to get off into this website uh, when i come back so we can you know clearly understand what he's doing and what's where it's at and so forth so the moses west foundation that's right Uh, Daughters, healthy market and juice bar located in the west end here in the city of atlanta um they have delicious smoothies fruit drinks pastries uh all kinds of health food um Seamoss, I don't know. I'm telling you, there's got to go on. You just got to be there. The shakes and smoothies are delicious. Uh, vegan food on, uh, offered on Saturday and Sunday. This is Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar, located in the West End on Ralph David Abernathy. Give them a call at 404 444 1635. That's 404 444 1635. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall, located uh, right on the strip of the Greenbrier Mall. You can't miss it. Uh, Mamania's got it going on. She has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, T-shirts, figurines, all kinds of good stuff at the Med do books. Um, she has access to an area downstairs where they hold book, uh, uh, book signings and other pr- uh, presentations. I did a presentation a few months ago and we'll do it again, and it's just great. So contact Mama Nia. At 404-346-3263. That's 404-346-3263. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar. Located in Lithonia that is east of here. You take I-20 going east. Exit number 74. Make a left. And on about a mile and a half is the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore on your left. And Coffee Bar. (laughs) Yeah, I was just in there and Brother really, Ajamu uh, hooked me up with some shoes, so I'm, I'm very happy. I got the Nat Turner's, that's right. I got the Nat Turner's family, that's right. If all those other buster-ass cats can have a shoe, Nat Turner. That's right, he know he deserves a shoe. <laughs> uh, and once you've uh, stopped that, the Black Dot Cultural Center and bookstore, and looked around, and maybe bought some books, maybe bought some T-shirts, or other stuff that they have for sale. Of course, um, the coffee and teas, and all just beautiful, man. And jump back in your ride. Right. Of course, you went north, so now you got to go south, and then make another left, going east. The next exit, Exit 75, Turner Hill Road. And make a right. Three lights, make another right. And on the left will be the new Black Wall Street Market. The new Black Wall Street Market family. That's right. So. uh, Us lifting us. Us lifting us. Tomorrow night there. Thursday night broadcast. Us lifting us. On Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash U-L-U from 9 to 10. From 9 to 10, that Thursday night broadcast. If you want to call to listen or give questions or comments or concerns, dial 929 477 2789. That's 929 That's us lifting us, the Economic Development Cooperative for our people in the spirit of Ujamaa. Cooperative economics, or as we like to say, family centered economics. Also, to um, I'll be in New Orleans this Friday. I know I'll see my brother, Brother Youssef Muhammad, who has the program Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. And uh, he always gives outstanding information every Friday. The program is from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. Eastern. You dial 563-999-3089. 563 999 Three zero eight nine Disaster Awareness for Community Preparedness. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Brother Abija, he's open from Tuesday through Sunday 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, he has a fine selection of everything. <laughs> Man, this place is its is phenomenal what that brother has packed in there. Every item, that clothing, furniture, books, CDs, DVDs, uh, health products, man, jewelry, everything, brother. Brother BJ's got to go. Yeah, that's right. He even has a vegan restaurant right in the premise, right there for you. So it's it's, it's truly a one stop shop. <laughs> that's Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Give Brother BJ a call at 478 256 1166. That's 478 256 Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop. Macon, Georgia. Sun Goddess sent your one stop natural shop located 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia, inside the International Discount Mall, booth 225. Give my dear sister Shelly Amon said a call at 404 434 7963. That's 404 434 7963. Sun Goddess sent your one stop natural shop. Brothers and sisters, you can go online and go check out sanjay-haiti.org and see for yourself the great work that Sister Gabby is doing in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. They rely solely on brothers and sisters like us to help with education, healthcare, sustainable agriculture, and entrepreneurship. They're doing great work. Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash Haiti A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay dash Haiti dot org. Mama Yan and Baba Barudi, they have this Saturday, the third, June 3rd, this Saturday they have the ninth annual Complementarity Conference African love is beautiful. And yes, it is. African love is beautiful. The um, the cost is 35 couple, 20 for individuals, and 10 for teens. African love is beautiful. If you want to contact the Barudis at 404-753-7237. That's 404-753-7237. If you want to participate, go online. Send your money. They sent me uh, because I'm one of the people who always helps out. So I'm gonna try my best to find a way this Saturday, at least to, to pop in because they sent me the information, the connection, and it's beautiful. You know, pfft. I love I love them, man. I really do. I love that spirit. Bibi Fajoulier. African Liberation and Sovereignty. I'm an E-N-E-I. Um, So, go online, put, go to um, PayPal, YahBaruti at Yahoo for PayPal. For Cash App, dollar sign, Yah, Y-A-A, the letter M, Baruti, B-A-R-U-T-I, at Cash App. And that's how you can pay for it. Put the pertinent information. Complementarity, your name, and your email address, and so you can get sent. You can be sent the link. All right, all right, family. That's this weekend, June third. African love is beautiful. I say, I say, I say, I say. Oh, yeah. Ah. the enya sim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. Yeah, I'm going to take my time today. It's a beautiful day. Yeah, I'm going to take my time. And I hope you join the conversation at 215 490 Inya of Daily Revolutionary Thought. May 30th. Revolution is not a gig for crybabies. Not a Kantu. good ancestor, Baba Dell Jones. What we are now witnessing is a cultural and social degeneration through multiple generations of progressive spoilage. Spoilage. There has been misguided spoilage in our community before, but this is new. It is a selfish, heathenistic, willful, and arrogant form of spoilage which comes with no sense of benevolence, humanistic responsibility to others <laughs> whatsoever. Yep, it comes to all of that, man. Yep. So, excuse me. It comes, it is a selfish, heathenistic, willful, and arrogant form of spoilage which comes with no sense of benevolence, humanistic responsibility to others whatsoever unless some form of reward is offered. Those afflicted in this way have no desire to work or accomplish anything of worth except possibly when it affords the opportunity to gain some more individualistic things and satisfy a need for attention. Africans victimized in this way have no respect for others except for those with the will and means to punish them when disrespected. Those who reward them without this capacity are taken for granted and dismissed accordingly. With this new form of spoilage, our community's potential to define itself from external assault and internal discourse have become even more difficult. Unknown to most of us, It is not our children's fault. They did not raise themselves. However, we know that there are those who know what they are doing. We have people who hide their pale insanities behind the mask of an African sinner. And those who claim to be warriors but who refuse to do the work of relinquishing their highly individualistic European imperatives when rearing our children to do more damage to our movement than Negroes, lost souls, or even Europeans. Affirm by example, I do not rear crybabies. Affirm by example, I do not rear crybabies. Man, spoilage. May 31st. The Greek tongue is a noise of words, a language of argument and confusion committed things Europeans want to attribute to industrialization, mass society the service economy that they have spawned some other impersonal force in this world or simply some genetic quirk can be directly connected to the character of their cultural personality our evidence is based on the historical record divorce is a most glaring example of this fact it's abnormally high, official, legal divorce and separation, and unofficial, emotionally detached, distraught, cohabitation, separation without legal notice, serial monogamy within marriage, and bigamy. Levels have been fluctuating little since their frigid, aggressive, domineering beginnings. The cause of this continuity in the inability of husbands and wives to be loving, or even remain civil in spousal relationships is easily found in their genocultural personalities. Excessive competitiveness, sexual antagonism, and inequalities, and inadequacies. No respect for the union of others and no respect for the sanctity of the institution of marriage are but a few of the many reasons they cannot get along in close quarters except during sex. We must remember to look to origins. Mythology reflects a people's idea and normal state of being. Dysfunctional families, abuse and divorce were the norm amongst the gods and goddesses of Olympia. With Zeus and Hera, king and queen of those deities, having the worst fidelity and marital record, period. It's who they are, family. It's not who we are, but it's who they are. But because we're in close quarters and we think we should just go along or that it is us too, you know, something that, no. It is who they are. Affirm, I do not speak antagonistically to family members, I say. Affirm, I do not speak antagonistically to family members, brothers and sisters. The inyat of daily revolutionary thought so I won't come back. I got a lot of good <laughs> all the way to the tenth of June before I get back. So I got some good stuff to be to reading over some good uh uh information. Of course, as always, I love the any sim and you know, got some Amos Wilson and Kwame Touray and Yeah. A couple of Amos Wilson in June. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that, do boys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Enya system of daily revolutionary talk. Frederick Douglass, Eric Bozeman. So, you know, um, on one of the shows I watch, it's just it's uh, on ESPN Round the Horn debate program I missed some of the brothers early on when I was watching ESPN guys who have passed on Ralph Wiley outstanding journalist and that brother didn't take no shit I ain't that's right and I said it cause he didn't loved him, God I loved him he ain't like Stephen A he ain't no damn handkerchief head like Stephen A. Smith fast you know but another good brother uh, Kevin Blackstone he won uh, the around the horn, and so when you win, you get a couple of minutes to speak your mind on whatever issue. And he made mention of the brothers and sisters who in South Carolina at the racetrack who dug up those graves, dug up those man's graves, and gave a burial to the the Union soldiers who fought which was the first Decoration day in 1866 1866 it was the first there's no doubt about it it's documented the Caucasian dude uh, blight who found some information and even though that all lot of the information he was looking for just could not be found but it is substantiated. Now, as I said uh, Monday, it don't make no damn difference. Yeah, we did. We were the first to acknowledge and to pay tribute. You know, to those who fought. Now, of course, we. You know, they they were fighting to end slavery, which of course <laughs> we we were directly affected by. Personally, physically affected by, didn't know they didn't give a damn about us. Oh, but we, we learned soon after, though, didn't we? We we learned, we learned soon after that when when the war was ended and the the the, the, the mass killings and the lynchings and the whew, so we were headed up north and we didn't get the lynchings as much. There were some lynchings, brothers and sisters, up north. But we were ostracized, we were discriminated against, we were ridiculed, last all, all hire, all the other stuff. But yet, that did happen. That did happen. And so, what I read to you and showed you on Monday, in fact, somebody sent a piece. As we celebrate Memorial Day, it is important to remember the key word memorial. I chose to remember the fallen beings honored on the first in 1865. I thought it was 1866. Okay, 1865. About over 100,000 recently emancipated captors. So you you know how I use my words. I don't use the word slave. We were not slaves, we were captives. Okay? So these captives at Charleston. South Carolina racetrack that had been used as a POW prison camp when over 500 Union soldiers died. This was the first day of the Memorial. It was American Africans showing gratitude to those who had fought for their release by by burying them and memorializing them with a parade. Yeah, they had a parade. They had children out there. Yeah. They tried very hard to hide this they tried very hard to hide this from the history they tried very hard to hide this from the history you know from historical records attributed to their ladies the, a caucasian group you know they tried they they tried but they they, they couldn't do it but even at that of the years that have gone on the reality of it is just like everything else, it's theirs. You know. It's theirs. They they moved it from the 30th of May. and Like I said, that was the 1st of May. But then, of course, they celebrated on the 30th of May. And If, if you're old as I am, you can remember because it, it didn't change to that weekend until 1971 to that giving you a three-day weekend. And boy, what a damn celebration it was, wasn't it? this past weekend what about 50 people shot and killed and hundreds of hundreds injured Chicago of course Chicago eight killed and all around the country mass killings I don't say mass shootings because it comes on all kinds of forms happens all the time in this place in this so-called free country mass killings all the time yeah so yeah so uh, I'm going to After the break, there was a um, piece I seen on the national news yesterday that disturbed me so bad. Well, first let me do this. First let me do this. And uh, you heard me play this, and so we're going to go ahead and do that. We're going to play that. Okay, and we're going to play that. Yep, yep, we're going to do that. It'll probably take us up to the time of the uh, break, but pretty close, whatever. And then we come back from the break. We're going to play the piece that i seen on the National News in the Central African country. Just just disturbing. Your philosophy determines your thought pattern. Your thought pattern determines your attitude. Your attitude determines your behavior pattern, and your behavior pattern determines your actions. It begins with your philosophy, with what you think, what you think, and it ends with what you do, your actions. If, you, if your philosophy that our women ain't about nothing and shouldn't be respected or protected, then you will treat them with disrespect and no protection. But if your philosophy is our women are to be cared for and loved, then you treat them that way. It begins with your philosophy and it ends with your actions. Same with the brothers. It's the sisters' thing that these cats ain't no good, you know, just like you see in a society. There's no other people. There is no other people in this society or any other society, any other culture that says, the women say that their men are no good. And 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 it becomes something that becomes self-fulfilling. What did I just read to you? The divorce rates and so forth. What did I just read in the Ine It begins with what you think and it be- ends with what you physically do. But if we had the attitude family that That sisters knew that our men should be supported, how to be cared for. And our brothers understood the same thing, and that we need each other. We need each other. The real foundation for African people is family a man, a woman, and children. I ain't saying there can't be no different other, other kind of family, but we want to recognize the real root. That's that. That's family. Every and the things have been made up, has, as years gone by, particularly uh, because of European cultural influences. Were two men, or two women, or three? Menage a trois. I don't know, but I'm just what I'm talking about is family. Which we so desperately need. Yeah. What you do for yourself depends upon what you think of yourself. And what you think of yourself depends upon what you know of yourself. And what you know of yourself depends upon what you have been told. Who told you? Who's doing the telling? What you think of yourself Depends upon what you, you know, what you do for yourself. Excuse me, what you do for yourself depends upon what you think of yourself, and what you think of yourself depends upon what you know of yourself, and what you know of yourself depends upon what you have been told. That's why I've always understood that the history is vitally important. History of all our studies, history is best qualified to reward our research. And looking at the history within the framework of what the European, it is not good. It is definitely not good for us. Who's doing the telling? And unfortunately, many of us believe what the European has stated, what he has wrote down, what he has propagated and it's never and will never be good for us we must not be a people who walked but left no footprints who talked but had nothing meaningful to say who labored but built nothing for themselves and so we lay at your feet my brothers and sisters, the builders fade and shovel, the masons troll and square, tall and square, Africa's books of great wisdom. Now go and build for eternity. Brother Lestervelt Middleton. Brother Lestervelt Middleton. You can see Brother Lestervelt Middleton on YouTube in his many interviews with our great scholars, I. Our heroes and sheroes, and this is special to me because uh, ASCAC two years ago, when the, the first one we had, uh, when the pandemic happened, and um, we had um, his wife, <laughs> we had his wife, and and he built, he he literally built his home. It, he was still was in the finishing processes, and I don't believe he really saw it to total completion before he passed. But this man literally was building his own home, but the less developed Middleton. So, if you get a chance to go online, you know, go to YouTube, and you can see some of the great um, interviews he did with with our scholars and you know, and our ancestors. Developmentals. yeah I haven't played this in a while and I think it's appropriate on a day like today you know it, um, because of that piece I saw that I'm going to play some for you and and the Africans are speaking French they're not speaking african they Africans are speaking french so when you when you listen to the to to the um, piece that I'm going to show you you can understand No, know they're not speaking african yeah. okay yeah. and and this piece that I've played numerous times, family, it's a call for us to come to come home to. It's a call for us to come manage. It's a call for us to come together and support one another and love one another, and trust one another, pull our monies because we we are at the <laughs> the continent that is ours after all the pillaging and rape and destroying still has more resources than anywhere else. Anywhere else.
4: There is a lot of talk of late on the African continent about the fact that Africans are awakening. There is a lot of talk about the fact that we are woke. But the question that I would like to ask you is almost a hundred years ago, a man called Marcus Garvey rose and told Africans that they must unite. Unite in their control of resources, unite as nations unite their imaginations, their dreams, aspirations and capabilities to grow in Africa and a race that will be able to self-determine and compete against other races. A man called Kwame Nkuruma came and said the same message and another by the name of Malcolm X said the same. But the question is After almost a century since the rise of Marcus Garvey, has Africa achieved unity? Do we control our resources? Do we unite in our aspirations, dreams? And have we elevated Africa into a continent and a race that can compete and self-determine against other races? The truth of the matter is we have failed. We have failed because we have remained divided. We've continued to work as 54 different states that continue to be subjugated. This is why the French continue to have 14 colonies on the African continent. It is why 36 African countries have got American bases and Africom on their soil. It is why Many African countries continue to sell their resources, their institutions, for debt to countries like China. And the question that I'm now challenging you, the woke generation, with is what are we going to do about it? The reason we've got wars on the African continent is because we're being divided for conquest. The reason we've got sanctions on the African continent is that all the independent knowledge and education, the power to take control of our resources, can be destroyed so that Africa can continue to be colonized by our Western colonizers. This is why now we need to rise. Remember that you, the African American, with all your paper money, the greatest wealth among all black nations, only have paper money, but the true wealth is in Africa. The true wealth is the reason why Africa is under sanctions and war, the one that Europeans want to keep for themselves. You need to bring your paper money, your skill, your knowledge, your frustration back to Africa to invest it in the control of real wealth and real resources in the form of the oil. The diamonds, chrome, lithium, cassiterite, and all the other resources that the Western worlds are fighting to control in Africa. Your paper money can be leveraged into machines, skills, technology, and the knowledge that Africa needs in order to move and prosper. You, the Caribbean, with your skill, Power, determination. You the Jamaican, the first people to resist European colonialism. You the Haitian, the very first black peoples to defeat a European army. You are the answer to Africa's problems. You, the European African, with all that you've learned and earned, the basketball player, the soccer player, the sportsman, the singer, the musician, the actor, with all your billions of dollars are the investment that Africa needs to stop its dependency on the colonizer. It's about time that we rose. And I'm saying that Marcus Garvey's dream can be fulfilled because when he dreamt it, not a single country, not a single African country was independent. When he dreamt it, not many black billionaires existed, if any. But today we've got black billionaires. Today the richest man in Africa is a black man. We have what it takes and the capacity that it takes to grow our continent into being a continent ...that can be respected, can self-determine, control its resources... ...control the processing of those resources and create currencies... ...based on those resources to be the leading economy in the world. With that, we can industrialize, grow up the technology curve... ...and begin to create the machinery, the tools... ...to defend the sovereignty of this continent. And now I say it's time that we unite... We have countries like Zimbabwe under U.S. war sanctions to make it unattractive for any African to come because Europeans are preserving it for themselves. But I'm inviting you, my African-American brother, you Africans in the diaspora, you Africans on the continent to say come and take advantage of the greatest reserves of lithium, chrome, gold, true wealth, land, an opportunity to develop infrastructure for us to create wealth as a people, for yourselves, for the advancement of Africa. The time to awake is now, but awakening takes action, pride, investment, development, innovation to give our people this
0: is the time Ashe it is the time it's it been time <laughs> man I tell you it's been time we're going to take a break we come back from the break um, I'll play this piece on the Central African about the Russian mercenaries who are controlling it Russian mercenaries Pam y'all uh, let me take a break. Brothers and sisters, listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradio network.com. We're going to be right back. You stay with us. Thanks,
5: family. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother
0: Oshie on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network for podcasting or live program scheduling. Hit them up at timebornawakening at gmail.com.
3: Time for an Awakening Media part of the Black Talk Radio Network for podcasts or live programming hit them up at timeforanawakening.com
0: Welcome back brothers and sisters once again you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com appreciate you being here and hope you continue to listen every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern or any other time Around the world, appreciate it. I really, really do. I really, I really, really do. (laughs) Yeah, family. Um, in fact, that was, uh, you know, some good jazz music by Brother Kwaku, who who supplied that information. All these songs on here. I don't have the authors, but but that the first piece was "What's Up B" and tonight's the night. What's up, B? And tonight's tonight, some good music, isn't it? I love good music. Yeah. So, uh, I heard the piece on NBC News yesterday, and I was just, just seething, man. You know the AU and the OAU, or whoever. This shit is ridiculous. I know the AU was responsible for um, calling African Liberation Day when it started back in the 60s with Kwame Nkrumah and all the other African leaders, Komon Kenyatta, Julius Naruri, and so many others. African Liberation, May 25th. And then having it a change to Africa Day, no damn Africa Day, it's African Liberation Day. So when I seen the piece, I was so distraught and so, man. And 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 if you love Africa the way I love Africa and understand its potential, understand important it is for us as African people to reestablish ourselves as a human family on the continent of our origin yes I know we have left the continent went so many places then we were taken from the continent by evildoers but yet and still we are the bedrock of humanity we are the soul of humanity and what we need to do is come back together and to control our land control our resources it can be done but more but more importantly it must be done if we are to be a people once again, if we are to survive and thrive. I don't know which one of these. I'll I tell you what, I'll play the one that I uh, saw on the news. This is NBC News uh, yesterday.
5: In the capital, Bangui, I saw children starving to death. At the only pediatric hospital, they filled room after room. What's it like for you, as the director here, to see all these cases? It upsets me, she says. Mothers don't have money to buy food, and the children
6: fall into this state.
5: They are victims of Africa's resource curse. The people are poor, despite living on land wealth. Here, it's gold and diamonds. But instead of lifting people out of poverty, the riches flow into the hands of Russian mercenaries from the Wagner Group, (laughs) Russia's private army, known for its brutality in Ukraine. Wagner's leader is Yevgeny Prigozhin, President Putin's former caterer turned commander. In Ukraine, Wagner fights for the Kremlin. It makes its money here. According to two Western diplomats in Bangui. Wagner is extracting a half a billion dollars a year in gold, rare timber, and blood diamonds. This woman, who asked us to conceal her identity for her protection, lived in the village of Indasima, where her husband was a gold miner. She told me how Russian mercenaries arrived, armed and in vehicles, and ordered the villagers to leave.
7: They were beating people, whipping people, and chasing them
8: away.
5: When her husband and seven others refused to go, they were executed. What do you think the Russians wanted? Gold? You think it's as simple as that?
8: Yes, they came for our wealth and for our
7: gold. Today, my children don't have a father. They don't have anything at all. (laughs)
5: The independent research group Century provided NBC News with more than a dozen witness accounts of violence by Wagner forces near the Indosima gold mine and other mine sites. This was Indosima in 2019, before the Russian takeover. An image taken this month shows the mine has expanded dramatically. Analysts say it is now generating untraceable profits for Wagner. (laughs) Wagner was invited into the Central African Republic by the government to help crush a rebellion. And it worked. The capital is now far more secure. Wagner made a movie about its military campaign called The Tourist, showing its men defeating the rebels and saving the day. It was a hit and helped make Wagner popular. Do you think it's true or do you think it's propaganda? It's all true. It's history, he says. There's a statue honoring Wagner on Bangui's main boulevard. The group even provides the personal security for the president. Mr. President, it's a real pleasure. Richard Engel, thank you very much. You've said quite famously that if your house is on fire, you don't care what color the water is. So I understand why you you reached out and you, you, you accepted Russian help. Are you happy with it? You journalists are here. You should ask this question to the Central African people. They will answer you. I am here to make sure that this population is protected. The government depends on Wagner for its survival. Wagner pays itself in gold. The people are left starving. We reached out to Purgosian. He responded with a voice note, calling our questions provocative and saying in part, quote, you've received enough information. If by asking these questions, you intended just to spit at me, then I suggest you come closer. And after that, try to figure out if it's your throat in my
0: hands or someone else's. Sad. It really is sad, family. It really is. It's sad. Yeah. You can join this conversation at
6: two and 9832
0: nine eight three two. Two and five four nine zero nine eight three two. I'm there's a couple other uh, pieces here from, from YouTube that I might want to play. Now, they're not very long, but it continues to tell the story of uh, the Wagner group and what they're really about, of course. What they're really about is self-serving themselves. I mean, you know, um, Europeans love war. They live for it. They live to kill. They li- There are mercenary groups all around the world, United States. Surprised the United States didn't have some folks up in there. I know there's a number. What was that? Uh, Blackwater, I think, was one of the groups out of, coming out of America. A mercenary group. You know, guns for hire. Just, and just to kill, to be killing. It, and, and I blame this. I blame all of this on the African Union in the organization of african states whatever whatever is supposed to be that's supposed to unify the continent whether it is in addis ababa or wherever durham wherever not durham um in south africa you know but whatever is supposed to be that help is supposed to help unify africa and then mobilize equipment and men to really polished areas to deal with infrastructure to deal with food issues water and so forth I romantically say all the time that Africa has all it needs it, and it really does the only thing that we don't have is the will to make it happen everything is there We have enough stuff to to develop and and, and and the fact that technology has moved along, maybe we don't need concrete for roads. Maybe it could be some type of asphalt. I don't know. But because we have the ability and we have the expertise, we have everything that we need. We we need some of those street-making uh I know you've seen them. You know, when they're going to put down highways and so forth and streets, they have a machine that just goes along and just perfectly lays it out. Everything we need. Because Africa needs so much. It needs highways. It needs roadways. It needs streets. It needs sewage systems. It needs ports. It needs everything airports. It needs villages, cities, and towns. It needs hospitals and schools. You notice I didn't say a damn thing about a church or a mosque. <sighs> it needs brothers and sisters to, to, to stow up the, the ignorance, the shackles of ignorance and hate and self-hate for us to come together and build and make this happen there should be nobody on the continent outside of us doing anything all internal problems should be solved by us this is crazy family this is crazy And I think for me, as these next few years or number of years wind down, I, and I pray and hope and I shout from this microphone, from this platform, that it begins to show itself in that way. That I know I can just, hey, it's moving in that direction. They're getting it together. They're controlling our resources. They're working hard at eliminating ignorance. Working hard to to eliminate neocolonialists, despots, and gangsters, and they're working hard. So children can be cared for. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna play one right now. There, there's some more um, pieces, particularly to the Wagner group. You know, and so I'll play that. And like I can say when you hear the people talking, they're speaking in French. They're not speaking in an African language. They're not speaking in an indigenous language. For some countries, that is their official language because of the multitude of languages and because they were colonized by the French. That is the most predominant language. It's crazy, isn't it? English, French, Germany, German rather than German, German, Spanish, whatever. I hate it, family. I hate it. And it looks like it's getting tougher to deal with as the days, weeks, months, years, and decades go by. And we don't have strong leadership on the continent. The leadership has been trained by Europeans. Europeans. don't know who is the head of the U, the African Union, which of course is responsible for getting rid of African Liberation Day and calling it African Day. I hate they ask for that. Or OAU, the African Union, Organization of the African Union. All I know is I'm hoping and putting my energy into the Pan-African Federalist Movement. That is a movement coming from outside looking in. And there are many people on the inside who are participating. Maybe and hopefully in the next few years that body can make these brothers and sisters sit down and talk and work out whatever problems and issues and differences one of, the, one of the problems, of course, is the fact that there's 54 different so-called sovereign nations, which is bull. Because all those lines, all those boundaries, all when you look at a political map and you look at the map of Africa, what you see was done by Europeans. Some of the names of the countries are still European We have an ultimate challenge family, and that ultimate challenge is for us to get whatever information and ever skills we can get wherever we are here in America, wherever you are in the Caribbean, wherever you are in Central America, wherever you are in Europe, wherever you are on the continent, to pull those get those skills together and then let's close ranks and let's begin to work to do the necessary work. And for those who aren't, get your ass out. Either you in or you out. If you in, these are the dictates of your behavior and how you should come under, the the, fall in line with what we as African men and women are about. Fall in line. If your ass ain't, and you're trying to be an a, 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 a agent provocateur, huh, then to me, we're going to have to deal with you seriously. And of course, this kind of move, you know and I know, I'm not naive. Every move that we make must be defended. That's a damn shame that we can't say to the world, listen, look what y'all have done to us. Look what you continue to do. We want y'all out. Take your ass back to wherever the hell you came from. We should be able to do that. We should be able to tell the world that. There is no place on this damn earth that we can go and and and, and claim that as our own and then begin to build on it. No, we can't. But they have done it. Mama Nubantu, good afternoon.
7: Can you hear me?
0: I can hear you. Go ahead. Yeah,
7: I'm in a lot of static, and I'm trying to figure out what coming from my end or your end. Um, I, but I'm just listening. I just got
0: in. Okay. To, to the topic is. Okay. Well, it's kind of like a Yo Show Wednesday, but one of the main things yeah. one of the main things I want to talk about was uh, what I saw on NBC News last night. In Central Africa, where they got the Russian mercenaries controlling Central Africa. Um, they sided with the government against some uh, rebels in, in a civil war, beat them back. And of course, what they have uh, offered, I mean, excuse me, what they have taken for that service is the gold and the diamonds and, and, and special woods that they have there. And they have children laboring. You know, and supposedly they have already taken over half a half a billion, five hundred million of gold and diamonds and so forth, and more
7: in in the Congo.
0: Yeah, central Central Africa. Mm -hmm.
7: Central Africa is that that's the Congo, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Because I'm trying to figure out at some point. The have been supporting mm-hmm. Black revolutionaries, uh-huh. and then the fact that they're in there doing that, you know, right, conflicts a lot of what you know, like Mikasa was saying, um that they never came into got into Africa and colonized. Yeah, this, is a, this, but, is a, this is this
0: is the this is the Central African Republic. It is near the Congo, near the Democratic. Republic of the Congo but this is it's also near South Sudan that's what it borders Cameroon as well and Chad the Central African Republic so Russia public, yeah.
7: is Russia's taken all up over in
0: here. Russia's taken over wow but see Russia has taken over militarily because they are the mercenaries that help the government stay and they protect the government and so forth against the against the rebels who want To defeat, this is their story, of course. They want to defeat the government and give the government back to the people, you know. And of course, just like many places within uh, on the continent, they live in abject poverty, while under their feet is all the riches that everybody wants. Think they can't do without, and they showing the hell, damn it, don't want to pay for, you know. And so this is, this is this is the same old same old. But the problem I have, Mama Nabantu, is is the issue of who is in control on the continent. Not no damn countries. We need we need a real OAU or a real African Union. That's what we need. We don't need no neo colonialists. We don't need no puppets. We don't need no yes. You know we need some statesmen or statespersons of men and women, people who have the courage like Dr. Arcana. You know? Yeah. We need people like that from the continent who are going to sit down with each other and, 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 and figure out how we're going to rid ourselves of all these folks so we can control our land and then educate ourselves. Educate ourselves into building the country. We need people who can you know, do the work we need roads, highways. You know, we need ports, airports, seaports. We need so much. Hospitals, schools. We need to be able to connect. We need we need we need to be able to connect the continent. From north, south, east to west. We also need to be able to have land management. We need to be able to make sure that the migrations in the Serengeti continue to continue to happen, hasn't been happening for thousands of years. We need to protect the, the livestock. We need to protect the wildlife in its natural inhabit, in its natural habitat. You know, the, the, the European, in fact, I saw one of them, I don't know if it was, uh, one of the cats from Britain—I don't remember which one it was—talking about Africa needs to be depopulated because uh, uh, there's too many people on, on, on the continent of Africa, and 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 it's destroying the ecosystem and the ability for uh, animal um, life. Really? <laughs> Do you remember hearing that? That they, they, this is like about ten <laughs> years ago. One of the one they're the ones of, yeah. in there
7: and destroy the ecosystem with all those buildings. And- minds that said they left it mm-hmm.
0: they're responsible for that yeah but see that's the thing and you're right but who do they want to blame oh, all <laughs> they want to blame us you know <laughs> so but wow. yeah but, yep, uh, so i'm women. not getting i'm not getting a good reception no you're not um, you're breaking up on me well call call back okay i'll let you back in okay. let me kick another call thank you dear okay two Oh two, two Oh two. Good afternoon.
1: Yeah. Good afternoon. Oh, Hey, um, uh, this is Rick. I'm calling from her other phone, man. Hey, look, you know, I often think about, uh, these things that you discuss, uh, on your show. And I really do appreciate your perspective, man. You know, it's normal that people have different opinions on things, but you know, the object is what do we agree on? <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's where things really work.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, uh, I agree with ninety nine percent of you know everything you say.
0: So we ain't going to talk about the things that might right. have a discussion. Right, but well, you we're know on the I same think page, we are uh, we, on the same page, brother Rick. You know it. Okay. Yeah, man.
1: You know, yeah. so I I think we uh, Rick, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, Oshie, and I don't. I hope I'm wrong, but I think we've missed our opportunity. If we're going to be in this country, in this among these people, in this so called culture. I think when we didn't take advantage, when I say we, I mean collectively, and that would have to include our parents. Mm -hmm,
6: mm -hmm. But uh,
1: I think that we missed the opportunity that were presented, that were available, let me put it that way, to us in the 60s and 70s. And, you know, before they turned the drugs on us to try to incapacitate us and we fell victim to that,
6: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know,
1: I remember being a young, young, young man walking down the street on H Street in D.C., as a matter of fact, and see a brother on the other side of the street going the other way and giving the black power. And right he would give it back to me. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was real then. Yes, you know, you, you, I didn't have to know him. He didn't have to know me. Right. But just that gesture mm-hmm. told said it all. That's right. Nowadays, man, you know we will see somebody know that they're in need. We can even know them, and we don't offer to help. No, we just and won't that by I it. think is our own. That that is that is paramount to our demise. You know, we have bought into, and a lot of us won't admit it, man. But we have bought into the ways that white folks think about things. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, I I use that analogy, and I've I've mentioned it to you on the on the show before. You know, when I was a young man, a real young man, and I used to work, and I missed my bus, and I had to walk to work. Yeah,
0: remember that you told me. Hey,
1: man, And it wasn't pleasant. You know, it wasn't pleasant, but it had to be done for me to get to the objective. And and like so many man, there's so many things that people do that we could do to improve all of us. But we just won't hold that black pile up to each other. Yeah, I'm mean that symbolically, right? You know what well, I'm saying? I got, you. I got you. Yeah, Every mm-hmm. everybody wants to make money. They forget that when you die, money don't mean shit. Nope. You know what I mean? Can't take uh, your health is important. Mm-hmm. You know the fact that you can smile and trust someone. That's, that's much. That's much important, more money. man. Yes, it
0: is, sir. Yes, it is.
1: Yeah, I'm saying and we we I, I hate to say it, man, but we've lost that we've lost that it's like we've turned into these commercial clowns and want to buy three and four hundred dollar shoes and there are people walking up and down the street that don't have a home Mm
6: -hmm. and
1: that three hundred dollars for instance as an example i'm just using an analogy could give them you know a leg up but we would spend that and buy the shoes that cost really make Three dollars to make <laughs> and the money that goes into that shoes i'm just using that as an analogy goes right back to white folks mm-hmm. even i'm convinced Oshie, that even if you know and, and i know it ain't gonna happen well let me just say i'm 99 I'm okay. sure it's not gonna happen they're not gonna give us reparations because no. they don't feel like they've done anything wrong
0: right no they're not you, in you, fact and, you, you know in, in fact many of them have stated this at least i've read it and seen it that you we no, they're not going to give us reparations. In fact, you should be thankful that you're in America. You're in the greatest country in the history of the planet, you know, and you have yeah, all I these opportunities, it. you know. So, no, you're not going to get any reparations. Okay, yes, we did something for the the Japanese who were interned. Yes, we did little little sum something, something for the indigenous people whose land we took and so forth, and damn near eradicated them. But you, yeah, no, we ain't giving you nothing, and so. Uh, uh, in california when they had all of that talk in the california legislature you know in the state legislature all that talk and then gavin Newsom said no we ain't gonna do that no we ain't gonna give y'all no hundreds of thousands of dollars no stop it that's right
1: you know that's right <laughs> you know because it's like you know it, this impressed me and i mentioned this to you on your show before that that opinion that Roger Taney wrote in the yeah. Scott v. Sanford yeah. case, it was never overruled. And that means that the, the, the powers that we've appealed to, when I say we, I mean collectively mm-hmm. appealed to, that man said, we have no rights that a white man is bound to respect. That means they can tell you anything That's right. and it can be an open lie yes. and they know it's a lie. And they're privileged to do that. Yeah. But we buy into that. Well, I'm going to go to court.
3: I'm going to call the police. Yeah. The
1: police come and shoot you. And, <laughs> and, and the burglar gets
0: away.
3: Just like they shot the little boy. They call the cops and they man, shot you. You know?
1: They've been, they've been doing it since, since at least the last 400 years. Yeah. So I'm, I'm convinced that, yeah. like you have said, and I, I agree with it as a possibility, we just got to leave here, man. That's right. And that, I that's would, all you know,
3: our terms. You know, he, I've, i and i thought
1: occasionally how much power it would show us if we just didn't go to work, for instance, for oh, three yes. days in a row.
0: Oh, no doubt. But, oh, no man, doubt. We would shut this place down, now, but we
1: can never
0: get people because, to say, well, I got
1: to get, I got to go to bed. I gotta because to work the,
0: because people, of the fear that we have. Yep. That's why. Yes. The fear That's that it. we have. Would, would prevent us from making that kind of bold mood, that kind of bold statement of being collective like that. And so, well, you know, if I do that, then my job going to be gone. And then, uh, and then what I'm going to do, you know? So I just may just might as well go ahead and continue on to go along, to get along. It don't yep, understand. We don't understand what a strong move that would make and what it would do for our children. What would it what it would do for the elders? What it would do for us as a people to say, no, you're not gonna fire anybody. We're making a serious bold statement about our condition here in this country and what you have done and continue to do, that we're not gonna do nothing. You know, they did but remember they did a play, the day of absence. They did a play Mm. about that. Yeah. That that yeah well it's
1: it's something that i think uh since a lot of people don't think that you know well i won't say a lot of people but some people think we shouldn't challenge them in certain ways Mm -hmm. i don't give a damn about it you know our existence is a challenge to them Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying yes every time they see us they're across the street or they put their hand in their pockets Mm -hmm. because they know they know what they've done and even if they weren't Active participants in it, they support it. So it's just like they write when they write them opinions, mm-hmm. you know. That's applied to all of us. He says, "Sons and daughters of Africa have no rights that a white man is down to respect." And they got on their driving license. Right. They white, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's them. That's right. Well, okay. but uh, I- I'm saying, man, we we we're gonna have to take some drastic measures, and a lot of folks might have to get hurt or killed or whatever in the process if it's going to change. And with AI. You know, oh, they yeah, can brother. do things
3: to us now, man, that it technology. don't even take
1: a person to do it. Yep. And they can ruin you. Yep. So I'm saying, that, you know, they talk. we talk a lot of stuff about solidarity. But, you know, what it takes is conviction and yeah, the willingness and the will. to the take will. whatever
0: consequences you That's face. Right.
1: You will. know, you got to make your point, man.
0: That's
1: right. That's so, uh, OJ, I just right, want you to know, man,
0: I don't want to take up the time. No, I, I appreciate, appreciate you. you. No, you thank too, brother Rick. Thank you, bro. Four four three four four three. Good afternoon,
1: Baba Oji. This is Irv Lewis. How are you?
0: <laughs> is this Irv Lewis the guest host of African Perspectives <laughs> <laughs> next week, Monday, Wednesday, and
3: Friday? Is this who <laughs> <it> is? <laughs> Good morning. I'm practicing. Like <laughs> 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 I'm <laughs> for shit. Baba Oji. Baba Oji. You. you- you're you're hitting on some some subjects today that are that are super interesting, and and as I was listening to Brother Rick, who I who I adore tremendously, because yeah. we are we are on the same page, we're in the same chapter, same book, the whole get up. But I was thinking, in Africa, when you are hungry, you he and the, the, the the bride was absolutely correct. When you're hungry, you don't really care where the food's coming from. You just want to eat. Right. Uh, when you need water, you don't care where the water comes from. You need to use it to put your house out, put the fire out. And he's absolutely correct. But you also have to understand that when you take something from someone, they believe they own you. Mm-hmm. The first thing mm-hmm. that Africans we have to do as Africans is realize that uh, asking for things and wanting things from people is one thing. But if you mm-hmm. cannot protect the things that you have, mm-hmm. now Hannibal Hannibal. You look at our ancestors. Hannibal had an army of. Elephants, mm-hmm. and he was feared. We as people have to. The first thing the Black Panthers did was defend themselves, right? You know, right. and then mm-hmm. they were infiltrated. They were infiltrated. So, what we as we as African people have to do is remember that you're dealing with a very violent uh, people. These Europeans that we did that we live amongst, they they live to kill. Mm. They, they, and 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 I don't and and I don't give up on on us being liberated or or, or being successful. Right. And, and I'm gonna tell you why. Because the God that I serve, you notice I said nothing about religion. I said the God that I serve, that there is but one God for me, the God that I serve kept my heart beating last night while I was asleep. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I was asleep and my heart kept beating. And he kept my heart beating from the time I was pushed out of that vagina. Cause I didn't, I don't I know see. where everybody else came from, but I came out of a vagina. And my heart's been beating every since. For 65 years and two weeks, it's been beating. So the God that I serve obviously wants me to do something, or there's something I have to do, or there's someone I have to talk to. So I never give up a hope, or stop being optimistic that we have won, we've already won, we will win, we ain't stopping, and the white people cannot extinguish us. We're like roaches. <laughs> you you put us in slavery, yeah. you put us on top of each other and brought us over on the boat. The, the genetics in us is so strong that the weak ones died and the strong, and what you got left here in this, in this, in this country are the strong black people. And now you're trying to delude us to to dilute us with the whiteness with the cream in the coffee so that it dilutes the coffee uh-huh. because you come on now, you know, when you put cream in the coffee, right. it don't keep it. you up and put you to sleep. That's right. It puts you to come on now. Yep. And that's what that's why they're trying to dilute our, our race. And, we, and race is a construct, a construct that was created so that white supremacy by can prevail. By them. It's yeah. yeah. correct because you can't have white supremacy if you don't have separation of race. And all these lines you see in the United States, these, all these 50 states, all the lines of disagreements. That's all they are. when they disagree, they made their own state. and they did the same thing in Africa. They separated Africans so that because of, of their disagreements, they named them, and they colonized those people. And now you want them to act like they have some sense. A colonized uh, African has no sense at all, because he's beholden to who colonized him. and he, and then he brings that colonization into his children. And we've been colonized in this country through religion. The, the, the Muslim is colonized. The, Mus- the Muslim doesn't like the Christian. The Christian doesn't like the Jehovah Witness. All, you all serving the same God. You don't understand. We I gotta have a, the first. The, my church is gonna be the first Church of Christ. My church is gonna be Mount Zion Baptist Church <laughs> of the Hill. My church is Episcopal. What? And then you got the Evangelical. Like, hey, hey, hey,
0: hey. Hey. It was just like the pastor <laughs> in Milwaukee. Of, of Mount Zion Baptist Church when he broke away he created greater Mount Zion <laughs> greater Mount so that Zion was, Baptist
3: Church that's better than the other one because it's greater it's that's new right. and improved so, but, but if we as a people if we do not if we do not form have some form of protection I don't give a damn how many laws you pass how much reparations you get you, they're going to take it, they're gonna take it from you. you. Even if you don't give it from, going to them, they're gonna take it. Yeah. We have to be able to, to protect ourselves. And if we don't understand, and protecting ourselves is in a lot of ways, right. not just with guns, but from people like a Stephen A. Smith or Shaquille yeah. O'Neal or yeah. uh, all the Nichols and all these other people who are fighting for our extermination because they want to exterminate us. And we, the boat ain't left. The boat ain't left for black people. I refuse to believe that it is left. I mean, it's getting ready to go, but it ain't left port yet. We still
0: I have a sense can get, get on, on this boat
3: uh, physically and mentally. Board, we can still find that place where we fit in so we can get in and we can bring the ones that want to come. And then yes. once we get halfway out, we'll turn back around and get the other ones that still crying because – some people don't even know they're slaves. Yeah. They don't even know they have vices. They, they think they was born drinking and smoking and having sex and, and divorce. Mm-hmm. They think that that's how they – you weren't born a drug addict. You weren't born an alcoholic. Oh, oh somebody uh, – that alcohol is terrible. Well, why is it still legal? Now you done put weed in, do weed in the game, and that's all my people need is something else to get them effed up. In mm-hmm. the name of it's going to make you well, make you see better. That's a damn lie. You're getting high because you want to escape reality. Yeah. And your reality is the reality that was given to you. Yeah. Come on now. You yeah. say it every day on the show. They tell you what you... And then you're going sit here on the 4th... I'm having a cookout on the 4th of July. For what? Because we celebrating. Uh, We're Americans. You're American what? All men are created equal. At the, same, at the guy who wrote that had slaves. You have lost your mind. And you need to find your mind before you start trying to teach a child about uh, who he is and who he ain't right they done got the, the, the uh, come on now uh, africa is the youngest population in the world right. 1.9 billion why, people that, listen that's, that's why, why it we,
0: home. exactly that's the only one strumming us because we're going to be here but anyway let me catch some other yeah. callers man go ahead all right thank, you, my brother all thank you all right thank um, you so much brother brother paul good afternoon Yes, good afternoon to you, Baba
8: Ochi, and good afternoon to all the listeners and the callers, Brother Er, Brother Rick, and everybody else who's listening on to this fantastic uh, deliberation, Baba Ochi.
0: Thank you. Uh,
8: it's, it's. Uh, uh, I empathize with you for the the, the way you uh, interpreted that news report and the feeling of sadness you you, you, you yeah. talk about. Yeah, but Baba Ochi. You know, um, let me just remind you a great deal of stuff what comes from the mass manipulating media is propaganda. Yes. And I I don't say that unlikely because, you know, there's so much evidence, you know, you can go online and read so much reports on, especially in uh, the United States of America, Mm -hmm. you you get so much of that. So-called news is propaganda. Um, so when I hear about the Wagner group, um I used to watch the Russian side of propaganda on the Russian channel RT. I watched it for years. Okay. How Wagner was formed. They talked about it a lot. You saw a lot of documentaries about it. Um, you saw a lot of infighting, it's a mercenary group, therefore right. it recruits soldiers who want to fight people who really want to fight for money they don't care about anything else exactly. they're not necessarily political they're not they don't no. really care no uh, they just want to go
0: kill somebody that's the whole yeah, thing they're, they're mercenaries they, you know yeah, shit. That's,
8: that, who they are. that's who they are they want to go and fight that's they don't care you know what your politics are or your politics they just need to fight. Mm-hmm. And there are people like that. Yeah. There are really people like that. So the reality of it is, is, after watching him on RT and listening to what you had to say, um, I, I, I feel a lot of it is propaganda. And I feel, and you know, my true feelings is this. I don't know. Is Have you ever met uh, a black person or African-American person or uh, African person in America who has a Russian last name? No right no. well, what does that tell you i've never heard of or met uh, a and a, a person from africa who was enslaved by any russian so me personally i ain't got no problem with no russian because i have never met but i know enough of them walking about with their slave master names people who brutalized them murdered them um raped them, and done all sorts of nefarious things to them, and they're still begging them for jobs. They're still under yeah. their feet, and they're still asking Uncle Percy for mercy. So that's <laughs> what's going on. Yeah. Right? That's yeah. what's going on, about Ochi. So me, personally, I ain't got no problem with the Russians. If Africa want to give the Russians gold, so be That's how I feel about it. Because these people who have who have had us under the chain for so long, they've been stealing... The, the, the wealth of Africa for nearly hundreds of years, five hundred years. Yes,
0: hundreds of years.
8: Yes. Right. So I ain't got no. Me personally, I ain't got no problem with no Russian. Yeah, mm-hmm. and even to go stake it a step further, as I understand it, when when in in Angola they were fighting against the racist, the serious yeah. apartheid state right. of Israel. Sorry, I mean South Africa. Mm-hmm. Right. You can, you can you can put Israel
0: in there too, though. You can you can put Israel sorry. in there too. That wasn't oh, no, no, well, no slip. That's the deal. It a,
8: maybe it was a fraudulent slip. Mm-hmm. But let's say it's Israel stroke uh, uh, South Africa. Mm-hmm. But the bottom line is, I, I, as I understand it, it was Cuba backed by Russia right. who came to their aid. Exactly. Yeah? Yes. And I remember I remember reading something which uh, Chez Chavez, Chavez uh, I, I might have his name slightly wrong. He said, he said when he came to assist the Angolian African soldiers, they didn't know how to fight. That's what he said, and that mm-hmm. shocked me. I'm thinking, hold on a minute. When well, you're telling me you come to Africa and they didn't know how to fight, he said that they didn't even know how to build trenches for for, for warfare. They had no overstanding. Right. And he said that the, the the African Cubans had to teach them to right. dig trenches to prepare for armed struggle. I was Now, forced- the bottom line is they overcome their oppressors. That was for right. sort of the help of humans are the Russians. Exactly. I have no I with Russians. Yeah? Because I, I know I, who are the real terrorists on this planet. I know. No one has to tell me or try and convince me. I absolutely 1 million percent know who are the true and absolute terrorists on this planet.
0: I agree. I agree. Although I'm, I'm to me, the Russians being there, I don't give a damn if it's Russian or, or, or Serbian, whoever else. I want their ass out. That's my contention. But but I understand what you're saying because uh I was uh, in Cuba about ten or so years ago, talking with a a brother who a Cuban brother who because the 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 dark-skinned Cubans, be honest, they are the ones that went to Africa with the leadership of Che Guevara. A lot of the light-skinned Cubans did not go because it was a fight in Africa, and they figured that they would be better suited to fight there and in fact a lot of them got sick a lot of them got malaria in fact he said he had malaria but he overcame it and he continued to fight uh, in Angola you know against the South Africans against Israel and so forth with the um, uh, with the uh, Cuban communists, so called but to me I agree with you hey brother Paul let me catch I know I'm running out of time let me catch another caller we got a lot of them here okay just hold on, all right, brother. Six four six six four six. Good afternoon. Hey, what's happening,
3: Ochi? I just tuned in, man, so you could go to the next. All to right. the next
0: caller. Let's listen. Okay. Oh well, she she hung up. So let me get back to let me get back to brother Paul. Brother Paul.
8: Well, you know, I'm not going to keep you very long. All I say is this, brother Ochi. You know, I hear a, a lot of spokespeople on the radio and other spokespeople. And they say, uh, you know, they don't believe in allies. You know, Baba Ochi, every day I learn something new. And the, the point I'm at now, and I don't stop learning. And the point I'm at now, I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. I'm just going to be totally honest. You know, this this solution to Africa, for me personally, is going to be a fight. It's going to be a battle. And firstly, a battle of the mind. And then it's going to, no, firstly a spiritual battle. Then a battle of the mind. Then a physical battle. And these are all ongoing right now the bottom line is um i'm kind of swayed towards uh, the wagner group i i'm I'm, i feel like i feel more for them because at the end of the day for me personally i'm only going to be interested in the people who want to fight i'm not interested in anybody else to be honest with you because i've heard the talk for so many years i've heard all the debates for so many years i've heard all the back and twos, and at the end of the day, I'm not convinced. You know? I, I, I went to college to learn. I studied law. I worked within the judiciary. I've done many things, right? And to me, as I stand there in my early 50s, a grandfather of three grandchildren, personally, I'm only interested in the people who are ready. And I don't mean just physically. The ones who are mentally, spiritually, and physically ready to do the battle. The rest of them, you know, I hear them. But I don't really take them on because, trust me, I see what's ahead of us. I see what's coming down the pipeline. And it ain't no joke, right? And we ain't got time to be uh, swimming in the sea and thinking that this little tub is going to save us. The reality of it is we have a grand, grand devil on our shoulder and yeah. we're gonna have to take him off this planet and yeah. that's the reality there ain't no other way for me i can't see it no How is it gonna happen? i agree with you we're waiting you for jesus spent. to come or, Muhammad, or one of these <laughs> so-called mysterious fabricated people to come and save us because that ain't gonna happen that's we're gonna, gonna, gonna have happen. to save ourselves and if the if, if the individual ain't ready spiritually uh uh spiritually mentally and physically then they're wasting their time because it's gonna be a battle That's it. And and it's ongoing. We can see how they operate. Right now, Russia's fighting a war. Russia is killing its next door neighbor, bombing and murdering them because it's going to prove its point. It's not listening to anybody. It's not listening to America or England. It says we're going to define our reality. And that's we better wake up and realize that we gotta define our reality. That's what if we're we to define our reality, we just need to watch the television. We need to stay on we CVC, yes. CBS, or whatever channel we stay on, and take in the propaganda.
0: Yeah, I agree. And 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 I, you know, uh, I know that the Western press is the master manipulators, master manipulators, but and, and, and propaganda. So you know, I, I used to say that believe not. You know what you read and half of what you see or listen to because information coming out of this country, they are they are the masters of it. And just like those pieces that, that I'm uh, uh, looking at uh, on the Wagner group. Now, for me, I don't want nobody in Africa but us. I don't want the Russians in Africa. I don't want any mercenary groups in Africa. I shown the hell don't want any mercenary groups or anybody in Africa that is ripping the resources off and and, and employing little children to mine gold or diamond, whatever the hell they're doing. I don't want none of that. Because what I want is us to have the control. And if you want something, you pay fair market value price for it. I'm tired of this shit. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted with the African Union. I'm disgusted with the OAU, if that still exists. I'm disgusted with these neocolonialists. I'm disgusted with these despots. I'm disgusted. But it's going to continue if we don't develop some African leadership, some strong, serious African statesmen or statespersons, because I believe women too, are part of that leadership. That will change this but, dynamic.
8: You yeah. know, at the end of the day, what we've got to do, we've got to get up, stand up, and fight for our yeah. rights. Yep. That's what we've got to do. Because the reality of it is, uh, you know, I hear this thing about leadership, but the, in, in the reality, the African leadership is neo-colonial. Yes, colonial, it is. Right? It is. And, and, the, and, and so that's obvious. They've been trained by our adversaries yeah. and by our enemies to do the work they do. So, the reality of it is, you know, we talked about the sixth region. Most people don't even know what it is. We've got to get more serious and organize ourselves effectively. I know this is the mantra, uh, the rhetoric I hear, but it's the truth. Yeah. We have to organize ourselves because sometimes, even when we speak, you can hear in the person's words, they're not organized. they're not even organized in their mind they're not organizing the the first thing you know you can hear discipline in that person's tone you know from a person's speech you can hear that they're they're not even disciplined how the hell if the person's not disciplined they're going to be organized if you're not disciplined you can't be organized it's impossible
0: you are are most correct Cause,
8: see, yeah. So what I'm saying to you, what I'm saying to you, it, you know, I'm I'm with Brother Earth. I have no doubt in my mind that we can't win this struggle. I, there's no doubt. I wasn't born that way. So I listen to the, the 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 um the nonchalance, or I listen to the defeatism. But the reality of it is, I don't accept none of it, and I don't, I don't. It's not me. Yeah. We're gonna win this thing, but we need to organize. We need those who are disciplined. You know, mm-hmm. those who have dropped their habits can put aside their differences and do this work, and it will get done. Yeah. It will come to a t- because I tell you what's going to happen. You can see, I can see somebody. I got, I got two sons, and I can see. Look, what's going to happen? I can tell you. you're going to come to a point with this next generation. They're just going to trample down the weak. They're already doing it now on the streets. What's happening on the streets, they're just trampling down the weak. If you're weak, you're going to be taken out and taken over. That's what's happening on the streets. Well, you can see it, but we don't want to admit it. Mm -hmm. If you're weak, there, you're going to be taken out. And that's what's going to happen. That's happening now. That's what's happening on the streets. They know it. The only difference is they've got prisons for those who are strong. And they put us strong in prisons. Yeah
0: over 2 million of us are in prison and yes. even though they say we are 13 to 15, maybe 20% of, the state, of this country's population we're almost, or over 30% of the prison population
8: but they can't keep us locked down forever, no. they cannot do it yeah. so the reality you know they want to stop books from coming into prisons right. why? Because right. They don't want us to take back our young people's minds mm-hmm. but we're going to do it you see these programs. Every time we have a program and we chat, the, what we need to talk—the real truth, right? Every time you give us an opportunity to do that, we write a chapter, a page in a book because it's been recorded and you play it back. We write a book, pro- and it, all it takes is a few young people to yeah. hear this. So, because all my life I didn't hear nothing like this, never. Yeah. I didn't. I heard church talk, all kind of nonsense, Bible talk, and all kind of nonsense, Islamic talk. But the reality of it is, I didn't hear the real talk. But these young people are going to hear it. That's they right. know. They can go and see what's happening from their toddlers. So there's going to be a change. Oh, yeah. Because they're not going to accept the bull crap what's coming down the pipeline.
0: All right, dear brother. I appreciate you, Brother Paul. I appreciate all all who called and all who are listening. Um, once again, I will be gone for a minute. I'm leaving for New Orleans for our training program of Black Firefighters down in Dillett University. Um, brother Irv will be your guest will be the host, name, I, guess. Yeah, the host Herb Herb be I guess. The, the Herb will be the host next uh, week. And uh, I'll be listening from where I am at Diller University. And so until then, brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shimhotep means going. Well, let me finish this. We end this program. That's right. Like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do it out, and they've shown hell damn it, don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shimhotep means go in peace. sante sana means thank you. Bibi Fahodier means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, Bibi Fahodier, I'll see you soon. All right, dear brothers and sisters. Peace.
6: Hey, Herb. I see you are becoming.